Welcome to this week's Urban Survival Newsletter, sponsored by SurviveInPlace.com, and this week by Tim Larkin's Target Focus Training. Home invasions are currently a very real threat in the U.S. and are likely to increase in frequency as the economy continues to slide. Now, of course, in a civil breakdown situation, the number of occurrences will probably go through the roof. And we've seen proof of these last two statements in Argentina when their economy collapsed, in Zimbabwe when their economy collapsed, in Beirut, um, basically all over Africa. Um, and we really don't have any reason to expect that it won't happen here. And uh, we also saw um, proof of this in New Orleans after Katrina. But um, how about right now? How about today? How big of a deal are home invasions right now? Now, I want you to think about this. We're told that every bedroom in every house in the U.S. should have a smoke alarm. And every house in America should have at least one fire extinguisher. Schools have firemen come in once or twice a year to essentially use children to get parents to change the batteries in their smoke detectors and to run fire drills at home. But I got to wondering, how often do residential fires really happen? And the National Fire Protection Association reports 403,000 residential fires in 2008, and that works out to about 1,100 per day. Now, on the other hand, the Department of Justice is showing 5,000 to 8,000 home invasions reported every day. And so, yeah, I mean, it's five to eight times more home invasions every year than residential fires. Now, I want you to think about something with this. Which is more likely to be underreported? Minor fires that a homeowner might get insurance money for or a home invasion where a criminal gets run off or even threatens the homeowner if they talk? It's not uncommon for uh, someone to get into a house while someone is there and uh, take their ID and then say, hey, I know where you live. I know all about you. If you tell the police anything, I will kill you or I'll kill your family. It's just, it's, it's not that far-fetched. So um, chances are there's even more than five to eight times as many home invasions than residential fires. So, and I don't have any hard numbers on that, but I think it's a safe guess. But um, let's get back to what do we do about this? And as I keep saying about everything in survival and preparedness and all the disasters that are that have the potential of happening, don't worry about it. Uh, bad things are either going to happen or they're not. And wasting time worrying about them isn't going to change anything. And as we discuss over and over, action is the only thing that's going to make you less likely to get attacked. And action is the only thing that can protect you in the event that it happens. So let's take a look at what you can do. And um, there's two, two parts to this. The first one is prevention. Now, I dedicate an entire lesson to this in the Survive in Place course, but one of the best things you can do is use common sense so that you aren't an attractive target. And five quick things to consider. Number one, if you have an alarm, make sure that you have signs and stickers prominently placed around the house. If not, buy some fake ones, print your own, or get one or more from a neighbor who's recently switched companies. Number two, use motion lights around your house. I particularly like the ones that turn on dimly at dusk and turn on bright when the motion sensor is tripped. 
Number three, make sure that your doors are not only locked, but um, they're solid. And most importantly, they look solid from the outside. Almost any door can be penetrated, especially in the U.S. We just we don't make solid doors like the rest of the world has to have. But um, a solid-looking door goes a long way towards uh, discouraging people from trying to break in. Number four, keep valuables placed where they are not visible from open windows. It continually amazes me when I walk around in the evening and I'm able to clearly see people's big screen TVs from the street. Uh, it's just a big rob me sign. And number five, practice trash discipline. If you do get a new big screen TV or a new computer, cut up the packaging small enough so that it will fit in your garbage bin or a black plastic bag. If it was shipped to you, make sure to remove the address label with your name and address on it before putting the packaging on the street for pickup. And so next, what to, what do you do if a home invasion happens? Um, now, in the course, I talk about how to run home invasion drills, and here's a few big tips. Number one, identify household objects in every room that you could use as improvised weapons if you do become the victim of a home invasion. You want to think about things that will extend your reach, like a lamp pull. You want to think about things that will concentrate a blow. Um, a knife is an example of this. Uh, it takes a fist that would, or the force that would normally be applied by your fist and applies it on a razor-thin edge so that it has the impact of cutting. Uh, you can do that with a book, with a, a hardcover book. You can take one that fits in your hand real nicely and swing it at a person's face, and if you hit with a corner, it will do damage. It'll do fairly good damage. Um, if you have children, uh, children's toys, a lot of them are great weapons. Uh, blocks, wooden blocks with sharp edges, um, all sorts of things to help concentrate your the force of a blow. Um, another thing is to do home invasion drills. One key to making this work well is to have a person who's playing the role of the student be the attacker. I want to, I want to tell you, I want to go into this real quick. In other words, if you're a man doing the drill with your wife, have your wife play the role of the attacker and tell you what your response should be. There's a very big reason for this. If you keep attacking your wife and showing her why everything she's been told to do on Oprah and The View doesn't work she'll likely get frustrated very quickly um it's just most a great example is calling 911 if um someone breaks into your house and your response is to go and grab the phone and dial 911 i doubt you'll get the nine press let alone either of the ones before the person gets to you even if you carry a phone with you all the time it's just reality is different and you'll see this very very quickly if you go through a home invasion drill uh, number three be pleasant but always ready for strangers knocking on your door to be looking for an opportunity to attack in Argentina after the after their crash there were several instances of people pulling putting on utility uniforms of one sort or another going to houses in the neighborhood taking it over, tying up the residence, and then using it as, as a base to systematically invade the other houses on the block. If possible, try and talk to strangers through the closed door, through a window several feet away from the door, 
or through an intercom system. Number four, act as quickly as possible. The more time your attacker has to restrain and control you or hurt you so that you can't fight back, the less likely you'll be able to cause a safe outcome for you and your family. And number five, as a foundation, you've got your body to use as a weapon. Learn the best parts of your body to use as weapons and the best targets to attack to what I like to call flip the switch on a home invader. Basically turn out the lights. If you've got cutting and striking tools or a firearm, that's a bonus. They'll help you penetrate penetrate your strike further and engage your attacker from further away. But if you're comfortable without anything other than your body, you're always armed and always ready. And if you haven't figured it out already, um, the reason that I let... I mentioned Tim at the beginning of this, and the reason that I let him uh, on to this newsletter and this blog is... um, I really believe in his stuff. Um, I've been using it for 16 years, and it is the absolute best self-defense training that you can get for violent encounters. And um, just take a look at it. It's it's worth your time. Um, I've got a link to it at surviveinplace.com forward slash combat. And he's got a great deal in place for my listeners and readers and... Um, Again, uh, just reading it is is worth the time. So, um, in any case, uh, thank you very much, and um, I will talk with you next week. And in the meantime, uh, stay safe and be prepared and um, just uh, try and make daily progress to move forward in your in your preparations, whether it's learning a new skill, practicing a new skill, Um, getting provisions in place, whatever it may be. Just try to make daily incremental steps to being more prepared for natural, man-made, and economic disasters. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.